Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscomLaw.com for more information. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and our dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at God and our dogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now, here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to him, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to his family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments, and help us see scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for insider news so you catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. We appreciate our business partners, including Westward Environmental, Wagmore Pet Resort, Complete Computer Solutions, and Covenant Pest Control. Thanks to our host, Tusculum Brewing Company on Bernie's Historic Main Street, a great place to enjoy family, food, and Tusculum craft beer. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs, too. Our guest today is Lori Houck. Executive Director of the Transformation House in Bernie. Lori is steady, supportive, and discerning. Her dogs would introduce her as their calm and generous human. Welcome, Lori. We're so happy that you joined us on God and Our Dogs. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You've had dogs pretty much your whole life. I have. What kind of dogs did you have growing up? As a child, I had a German short hair pointer and a Weimaraner, so two really big, really active dogs. That must have been quite a handful for your family. What kinds of things did you do with your dogs growing up? I mostly remember walking them or, or them walking me. They felt uh-huh. like they always outweighed me and dragged me around the street. Um, and I remember our short hair pointer, his name was Buck, and I remember that he liked to bury things. Um, <laughs> But not in the ground. He liked to use my toys and my things, and he would put his bone under my stuffed animals. And I would find random gifts from him all over my room and all over the house. He just wanted to make you feel special, didn't he? He did a great job. Oh, that's so fun. So when did you end up getting dogs as an adult? My first dog as an adult was when I was 22, 
<laughs> right before I got married, I inherited a puppy from my parents. Uh-huh. Um, first dog was a, a little black lab. She was about eight weeks old uh-huh. when, when she became ours. Her name was Annie. Oh, how sweet. And labs are really puppies for a long time. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. This was my first experience and I had no idea what I was doing. But yes, she chewed on everything and acted like a puppy for oh. years and years and years. Yes. So what was Annie like? What, would, what did she like to do? She was active, but her very favorite thing to do was to play fetch. I, she was obsessed, I think is a safe word to use when it came to going after a ball. Any ball, uh-huh. any kind of ball, a tennis ball, a baseball, a big red Kong. She would go after it as long as you had the energy to throw it. And then she'd just wait for you to recover, and then she'd go again. She Mm -hmm. was really determined and focused on that one favorite activity, for sure. Yes. We had a black lab, too. And Belle was just like Annie. She loved to fetch. I mean, she would just fetch until she dropped, really. I never saw the drop point, though. Yeah, no. But Mm -hmm. she would just keep going. Yeah, Annie could outlast us every single time yeah yeah yeah. so did she like to swim also she did she was a water dog I think labs often are and so yeah actually one time we had her out at uh, Medina back when it was nice and full and we were playing fetch with her on the lake throwing it into the lake and she'd jump in and grab it and bring it back to us swim back to us and we were using a tennis ball and she managed to to puncture it and we didn't realize it and we threw it out and it sank oh and she just desperate to retrieve that ball and we were getting a little worried because she was swimming around and then diving down to try and figure out where it had gone and then she'd come up after what seemed like a long time to us and get some air and then she'd go right back down and so we actually had to go in and get her and pull her out of the water because she was just determined to, to retrieve that ball that yes. was her singular focus oh it's just amazing I know exactly what you mean because our black lab, Bell. one time we have had a pond out on our place that actually back in the day had yes. water in it. Yes. And we had a group of boys visiting and there were a lot of rocks around the pond and they just throw those rocks. Mm-hmm. And of course, rocks don't float like a tennis ball. Right. And so we let that go for a couple of times. And then we'd say, boys, we got to stop yeah. because she would just swim round and round and try and find that rock. It yeah. sounds a lot like Very Annie. similar. So interesting. Once they get fixed mm-hmm. on something, and especially if they think that's their job. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. How long was Annie with you? Annie was with us in for about 11 years. She We had her before we had kids, mm-hmm. but she was... I want to say she was about four years old when we went out in the backyard and found her immobile. She'd had what amounted to a stroke in her spine, and so she couldn't move. And this was before we had kiddos. She was still our baby at the time, and so we rushed her to the animal hospital, and they figured out what was wrong, but she needed a lot of physical therapy to to regain the use of her legs, and they were not able to get her motivated to get up and get going until they called us after a few days and they were like, we just don't know what to do because she just, she's not interested in anything. And we were like, have you tried a ball yet? Because our girl loves to play fetch. And lo and behold, that was the secret to getting her up and moving, even though it hurt because she'd been injured. And 
but she was so singularly determined still. It was still the thing she loved. And so that was the thing that enabled her to get up and get moving and get almost back to normal and come home. And eventually we had kids and she was our family dog for several years while our kids were little. And yeah, that one love of hers was really the thing that brought her back from that injury. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's so amazing. How can we see God in that? I've thought about that and I really think um, one of the things is just that this seemingly little obsession of hers ended up being this pivotal um, event for all of us or the thing that enabled her to um, beauty from ashes to to come back from this terrible accident and bring continue to bring so much joy into our lives and you know had you asked me was her love of fetch important I would have said no it's a nuisance you know it's it's, you know it's fine but it's actually sometimes it's more of a hassle or, or whatever I think in many ways, like some of our quirks we may think or some of our interests that we may think are not important, I think it ended up being a really important thing in her life and in our lives. Mm-hmm. Those little things that, that God creates us with, those little quirks or those little interests that we may not think are significant, may be a really important part of our story. I think it, it's in the details. It's yeah. in the little things. I wonder how we can pay attention to those things and encourage it because... As you said, sometimes it can be annoying, especially like if we, as as parents, for example, are focused on we've got to go fill in the blank, but our kids are busy finishing that drawing or finishing with that Lego, whatever it Uh is, sometimes it can be annoying to us. How can we have our own attitude adjustment about that? I think that's a great question, and I think that's one of the things I really work on is trying to really be present in the moment and let go of maybe what my agenda was or my productivity goals for the day or my list. And because God is so present all around us all the time, and we can encounter him in those little moments And I think he's just waiting for us Mm -hmm. in those ways. And I think it's part of a daily discipline to remind yourself several times a day to stop, pause, maybe nurture that thing that seems unimportant to us, but maybe it's really important to a loved one. Yeah. Makes me really think, too, about the the scripture from Romans Mm -hmm. 8.28. God works all things together. Yes. And... uh, those little annoyances too, perhaps, that we don't realize are really gifts and blessings. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's neat. Before we learn about some more dog stories, I'd like to tell you and our listeners about one of our great business partners, and that is Wagmore Pet Resort. Wagmore Pet Resort is a state-of-the-art pet facility offering boarding, daycare, grooming, training academy, and retail. Catering to Bernie and San Antonio's pet parents since 2010, Wagmore Pet Resort is committed to the health, safety, and comfort of their guests. Call 830-981-2273 today for reservations or visit wagmorepetresort.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law. The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, 
and Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodInOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly Thought to Ponder, with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 7.45 and 8.45 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or on the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter updates and resources. That's godnardogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Teresa Mowen, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Lori Houck, Executive Director of the Transformation House in Bernie. Before the break, Lori told us about her childhood dogs who walked her, and Black Lab Annie, whose desire to fetch a ball helped heal her. Lori, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. After Annie passed away, you ended up with another dog. Tell us about her. We did. We waited a few years, and then we got Truly, who is a golden doodle. She's called a double doodle. She's part golden doodle, part labradoodle. That would be a double for sure. Yes. (laughs) So is she a happy pleaser. She is a very sweet, gentle, very calm puppy. We picked her out because she was the quietest one in Uh the bunch. We were looking for kind of a sweet, oversized lap dog with Mm -hmm. her. That's so sweet. How did Truly get her name? (laughs) So we got Truly around Christmas time, um, and we have a real love of old movies, and we love Chitty Bang. And there is a, a character, if you're familiar, uh, truly Scrumptious is <laughs> one of the characters from uh, Chitty Bang, and we thought that was just a really sweet thing to name our new puppy. So Seems appropriate for it, a double it, doodle. It, it fits her very well. Yeah. Yes, it's very sweet. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you enjoy doing with Truly? She's very sweet and cuddly, and so I do love when she just curls up on my lap every day um, with her head in my lap. But what I really love to do with Truly is to go for a walk. It's We have taken her as many places as we can, trails and state parks and national parks and all the things. But really my favorite thing to do with her is to start evening, walk around the neighborhood. Tell me what you like the most about where you walk. I think what I love the most, honestly, is the other people that I get to encounter and the joy that that truly seems to bring to other people's faces. It's, it's really just a delightful time to get to see, see them see her. Um, she brings a smile to everybody's face. And I also really, I, you know, regardless of where I take her, I enjoy getting to watch her explore a little. It's like when you've got a, a kiddo and they're getting to see something for the first time. It, little things make her very happy, and she will see something and then look back to see if it's okay if she checks it out and Mm -hmm. but it's really regardless whether we're on a trail in in the nature center or if we're at a larger park it's the people that we get to encounter uh, Mm -hmm. and the joy that we get to to experience with them when they realize that she's walking all by herself I can almost picture what that looks like and are you have you ever been around people that are just delightful to be around they always have a smile on their face and 
Isn't that how God wants us to live our life, living out that joy? I think so. I really do. And I think that's part of why I why it's so fun for me. I think it's a little glimpse of heaven as far as getting to interact with people in that way where they're just they're experiencing that happiness and I get to see them experience it. Mm-hmm. So neat. We were a little older and a little wiser when we went to go find Truly and a little more intentional and we really worked hard, did a lot of research on um, how to train a dog. Um, And we really worked hard at training truly to walk off a leash. Like I said earlier, I I don't love being walked by my dogs. No. I I like just the easiness of being able to have them walk with me and not be, you know, pulling me down the street. And so um, we worked really hard to get to where we could walk with her off leash and it, it's just this very simple joy every evening to get to open the door and say, let's go. And she just walks in front of me you know, 10 or 20 feet. And it's a very active, I'm always looking for cars and things. And, and she's listening. So if I tell her she needs to wait or come back or anything, it's a very mutually, we're both really in tune with each other and, and paying a lot of attention to each other. But it's also just really a delight for me mm-hmm. to get to to walk her. The neighbors love to see her. They get a kick out of the fact that she's out. She's just got this air about her of joy and Mm -hmm. happiness. And so it's just a really lovely time every Mm -hmm. day to get to engage in that. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what your secret was because (laughs) it seems to me like it's pretty obvious. The secret's a lot of hard work. What kinds of steps would you recommend to people if they're trying to teach their dog how to walk with them? I'm glad you didn't ask what the secret was because I don't, I don't know. It was just a lot. It was a combination of things. We researched a lot of different techniques, but we, were, we picked and chose the things that worked for us, and we were really consistent. So my husband mm-hmm. and I both settled on this is the collar, this is the leash we're going to train her with, these are the words we're going to use, this is how we're going to act when we come to a corner, this is what we're going to tell her, this is what this word means, this is what this word means. And we really, we were really determined. It took us, I want to say a few months before we were really confident that we could let her go without having that leash handy. And it, persistence and consistency Mm-hmm. We're really, there, there wasn't like a magic training program that we used, but it was really the consistent, patient persistence that, that seemed to, to work. And we are not expert dog trainers by any stretch of the imagination, but we just were really intentional about this. Yeah. What's the secret? I will ask you that. <laughs> For being consistent, that's a challenge. It is a challenge. Um, I don't know what the secret is. I just know that you have to be really disciplined and dedicated. Like with anything, exercise or prayer or eating well, you have to decide beforehand what you're going to do, and then you have to follow through. And in this case, my husband and I had to be on the same page, and we both had to be doing the same thing. And, mm-hmm. and then truly had a good temperament for it, and that helped. But, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, having that purpose in mind to keep you and your husband on the same page really helps, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And in our case, and eventually when the kids got older, we would teach them how to say the things and do the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can learn a lot about our relationship with God, can't we? In looking at that picture. 
I think about it almost every day when I'm walking her and just how I would like to think that's what our walk with God looks like is he's watching the path that we're on and we're listening for his voice but it's a we have some freedom to go maybe off trail a little bit and but if we're listening he's going to call us back to the path and but it's a joyful lovely time and so I'm reminded sort of that metaphor every evening that I get to take her for a walk and the idea of being on that blessed path. Yeah, and one of the things, too, that I'm sure is in the back of your mind as you're saying all of this is it didn't happen overnight, right? And it doesn't happen overnight. Just like with Truly, it takes that patience, that consistency, that persistence. I do, yes. I think... You may have experienced the the more you get to know God, the more you study, the more you recognize him in the world, or the more you're able to hear his voice. And I think it's similarly with Truly. The more we trained, the more we worked, the more she knew what we wanted sometimes before we even asked. And so it's that intentional investment in the relationship and the um, getting to know each other and mm-hmm. um, learning Yeah, it is all about relationship, isn't it? It is. I think it is. And being really um, intentional about investing the time. You know, that makes me think of what you do at Transformation House. There's so many similar qualities. Tell our listeners a little bit about what Transformation House is and what your purpose is. Sure. Our mission is to provide women and children who've experienced trauma and abuse with the time and the tools they need to reclaim and rebuild their lives. And what that primarily looks like is we provide some transitional housing and support services. And it's the support services that really, it's therapy and case management and mentoring and some classes and things like that. And that's the the nuts and bolts of what we do. But really the heart of what we do is we invest really deeply in the lives of these women and children who have experienced these traumatic events and who are needing to rebuild in a new and healthy way. And we it takes time. And that was the reason we brought Transformation House to fruition was because we realized it just it takes a long time to rebuild mm-hmm. in a healthy direction and to build on the right foundation and to build in the right direction and it takes time to develop the trust that you need in your community and in in us and there are a lot of similarities as far as um, building that relationship and taking the time to be really intentional and purposeful with how deeply we invest in that long-term change and we're hoping for fruit to come from that for years and years to come much like I've enjoyed my relationship with Julie for years and years that's our goal is that lasting change you have an event coming up soon tell us about that so hope in the dark is coming up it's the first Thursday in March and it is we call it a ladies night out with a purpose and so we bring some speakers together usually one of our graduates and some other notable women to share their stories and their testimonies if they have them and to inspire our the other women in the community and it's really no it'll be our fourth 
time to do it. Oh, how neat. No two of them have been the same, but they've all been inspiring and sometimes tear-jerking, but always a really special time for some fellowship and some um, time for the women of the community to gather around the the other women in the community who maybe can't be there. Mm-hmm. That sounds neat. So if somebody wanted to learn more about Hope in the Dark, what would they do? Where would they go? Our website is transformation-house.org, and it'll be on the events tab there. They can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram. It'll be in both of those places. Um, we'll have updates Tickets and tables will be available. There's also a a raffle, so you can buy a ticket and and enter to win some fun things. Um, We always have some great donations from the community. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. And say what the name of the website is again. Transformation-house.org. Awesome. Lori, thank you so much for being with us today on God and Our Dogs. It's been fun to learn about your wonderful dogs and also Transformation House. Thank you so much. Great. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Relationships with our dogs are special in so many ways. I ponder, what do relationships with our dogs teach us about enhancing our relationship with God? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Cynthia Parsons Commercial Real Estate, Cibolo Family Medicine, Frost Bank, and T. David Phillips, CPA. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. GodandOurDogs.com I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscombeLaw.com for more information. Children's Story Time. As the Patrick Heap Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.